0: It's aliens and they're living in your town Damn They have a ride what? They're all around So there. many aliens living in your town Are you scared of aliens? Hello About weirdos out aliens there aliens in weirdo world. land How the heck is everybody doing? Forgive us if there's a few technical glitches in the beginning It's not weird and whatever If it all not sound a little fucked up
1: Yeah <laughs> It's free uh,
0: I do want to let everyone know We've got a lot to cover tonight my St. Augustine trip, first time I've really got to go to St. Augustine and explore more than just going to a show or playing a baseball game. I got to go into the heart of the town and stay at a place in St. Augustine. And the number one question people were asking me, Jaybird, did you feel or sense anything while you were in St. Augustine? And Vicki, I got to tell you, I did.
2: Well, of course. I didn't
0: sleep. A freaking wink. Now I know I have a man that, that has insomnia. This was different. I, I wasn't allowed to sleep. I kept on getting ripped out of if I'd fall under, I'd be ripped out of my sleep. I would see shadow people in the corner. Now here's my question, Vicky. Because I already have experience with all that, and I'm in that world. Did I just travel to basically a ghost theme park and they go, this son of a bitch loves the spirit, let's yeah. show off for him. Is that what happened?
2: Yeah, basically back in the day um, at Disney when you had tickets, you were an e-ticket attraction for these ghosts. That God, was the yeah. best ticket at Disney back in the day. That's how old I am. Okay, <laughs> so this is
0: this, this is something where we we can say that if you do have some type of connection with spirit you can't walk into a hall of fame all-star situation where they are ready to just get down for you
2: yeah because you shine you you are just like the movie the title of the movie the shining you shine so when you go someplace they immediately see you and know that you're open to communications can i ask are you allowed to say where you stayed
0: you i totally i just don't remember it was at it was wasn't a hotel or a motel it was at someone's crib They were renting it out, one of those... uh,
2: Oh, like an Airbnb Yes, that's exactly what it was. Do you remember what street it was on?
0: I don't, but I can give you all that information. Uh, I can tell you, this is what I uh, heard outside. It it was that kind of vibe. We had a great time, me and Bigfoot. Uh, If you don't mind, Denny's playing the the, uh, alligator one. We think this is a gator, we don't know. It was in the middle of the night, and we heard this sound. It was horrifying.
1: Let me see, there's one called Bay bridge drive
0: that's probably it then i'm trying to play it here are we struggling with uh <laughs> for a lot of people that do, don't do, know do we need to start the whole thing over
1: i don't i don't think that, okay do we?
0: I, I don't know i'm just asking i wasn't sure if uh could, could everybody hear the intro so far just making sure
1: i got it up it says four people are watching 8 people. Okay, good. People just seconds. now
0: people are just now starting to come in.
1: I was just putting up the fa- the uh, Facebook post as you were asking for that that clip there.
3: While he's loading that up, I know it sounds crazy, but even a lot of Floridians don't realize this. It's as I understand it, the oldest city in the country. Yes. Technically, the
2: oldest continuously occupied city in the United States. You can feel it, too. It
0: I really do hi- highly recommend anyone if you get a chance explore St. Augustine. Very yeah. fun.
3: 1400s, I think, late 1400s. Which is pretty insane. It's insane. I think Jamestown was 1600s.
0: Yeah, that's such a long time ago, Vicky. Now it's
2: 1565, by the way. 1565. Damn, Becky, she's
0: schooling your ass Damn. in front of everybody. No, yeah. That was 35 years off.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so here uh, I'm pulling it up right
0: now. I got the audio. What is this audio? Is it alligators? <laughs> no, is it other predators? What do y'all think? Gator or toad? What is that right there? Can you pause, Denny? Right what is that? So l- let's analyze that for a second. Is that a toad? I,
2: I think or is that a gator? A, I think toads have a shorter... They can't hold a note that long, can they? <laughs> because this sound, Beckett,
0: was right by our window, and it gets louder and louder. This is after we were getting turned at a concert, but then it gets fucking crazy.
3: Sounds like a It sounds like a <laughs> mating like What bell.
0: is that, guys?
1: That's the weird sound.
0: It's closer. <laughs> Dog, it's what like- is this? Oh
3: my god. Oh my dog. What yeah. I mean, the, the fuck is that? That's something getting eaten,
1: right?
0: That that's crazy. We have to listen to all of it. It's long. It's horrific, Beckett. It's very public. But <laughs> it was just that kind of vibe, Vicky. Shadow people in the corner, cats getting eaten by gators, or whatever the hell that was.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. it's horrific. I hate hearing an
3: animal just get. Because that thing's getting eaten, right?
0: Well, yeah,
2: but as long as it was, I don't think so.
3: Sometimes mating sounds sound like death. Yeah. but
2: but what, what you can't what I mean, you that's guys at did,
3: the
0: mid of night, right? Well, what you didn't hear was a plop into the water, mm. something lurking, something getting closer, and then that happened. Wow. The, the clip was about nine minutes long. I had to edit it for for uh, <laughs> radio. But what are the most horrifying sounds at night? That was about two o'clock in the morning. You're chilling, and you hear that. That's horrifying. What is something that makes you feel uneasy at nighttime? Because I got a couple. Helicopters at night make me very uneasy.
1: Go on, Denny's. If you hear uh, something jostle outside a window.
0: Well, it's clearly a clown with an (laughs)
1: axe. Sometimes it's branches. Sometimes something falls. Something could just fall on the side of your house and you're like, somebody's breaking in. I don't
0: like hearing a dog bark at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then followed by another dog and a fucking other dog, meaning someone's running through the alleyway.
3: Right, right, right.
0: Beckett, what makes you uneasy at nighttime?
3: You know, when I'm by myself, I, silence, actually. I know that's the opposite answer that you would expect, but silence almost makes me nervous. Worried. Like, sometimes I have to turn the TV on, or I like to hear the AC going. Just, like, Crazy dead silence—it just freaks me out.
0: Some could argue silence is the loudest sound of all. This sounds—it
3: <laughs> is. It's even like a parental trigger. I, you know, I hear my friends that are parents when they hear silence with the kids, it makes them more nervous. Vicky, do well, you have that? In that with, case,
0: do you have that with uh, school? With school with the kids. <laughs> when you hear the kids get quiet and go, oh, shit. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. There's definitely something going on. And and kids get themselves away all the time. I go over and I look at them. I'm like, what did you do wrong? <laughs> I said, you look very suspicious. I'm like, okay, I did such and such. Mm.
1: <laughs> they don't contain it as well. How about
0: this? Two o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh, my gosh. The worst.
0: Because mm. clearly, someone's if they're knocking at your door in the middle of the night, it's it's got to be one of either they're looking for drugs or... They are either drunk <laughs> on drugs with the wrong place, they're to murder you.
2: Scariest knock in the middle of the night. I was living at my mom's house at the time, and the room that I converted to my bedroom was originally the family room, so I had an exterior door. My um, headboard would have been, like, no more than four feet from the actual door. In the middle of the night, someone, boom, 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 on that door. It turns out they were delivering pizza to the wrong address. Uh. That scared the absolute crap out of me because I knew it was human.
0: That shit happened to us. They delivered pizza to the wrong address, and my brother started eating it. And as soon <laughs> as he took a bite, hey, I dropped off the wrong pizza. And it was so <laughs> uncomfortable. We had to give back half eaten pizza. It oh sucks, man. It was I, awful.
3: I don't think it's talked about enough, but I don't think people, a lot of people, understand knocking etiquette, right? Like, I agree. Yeah, Go on. Sometimes, like, you know, I think your knock. Should be a preview to what the subject matter is.
0: Okay, let's do a little role play. Uh, You need to get into my house because someone's chasing you down with an axe. Jason, open up the fucking door! (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) All right, Uh, you are stopping over. You don't know me, but you see a party and you want to join it. How do you knock?
3: There's a party going in
0: your house? Party going on. You see the cars, you see a couple ladies walking out. You're like, I want to be a part of that shit. How do you knock on the door to get in?
1: Yeah <laughs> And
0: I go This guy's a dick Get him out of here He's here to take All the chicks
3: <laughs> Shave it <and> a haircut <laughs> Yeah it,
1: It's so funny Because uh, whenever I knock at my friend's house I always do a, just do
3: the one tap
1: sh- I do a, well, So I'll do shave and a haircut And I go Hey just out of curiosity All the people come over How many do that And he goes Oh 90% that- oh, That's great So I switched it Now I, now I do Mario Or something <laughs> That's great But yeah It's so funny How often Everyone's go to Is shaving a haircut Yeah
0: Yeah uh, It's the same way if you got a red light and you beep you can be a dicky beeper or you can be a
3: yeah you're right there's a, etiquette. There, there's an there a etiquette. lot of etiquette there's an I, etiquette i actually think horns should have different buttons like
0: hey for the
3: like just like hey i know you glanced at your phone or the radio just like letting you know that it's like a beep you're Can't, right they you know. should do
0: you, you mind if, do you mind if we do a, one more round of role playing <laughs> yeah of course. all right um i want i'm gonna give you an emotion and then i want you to give me the beep and how it should sound, all right? You are in a hurry and you need to get going. What's the beep sound like? Meep. All right. You see a cute girl and uh, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm Beckett. What the fuck? Let's talk. Me, me <laughs> 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 it's, nice. it's short. It's playful. Okay, there it, it is. It is playful. Let's bring it, it back. There's a clown with an ax behind you.
3: <laughs> and I need to get through traffic? Yes.
0: And there's an ambulance in front of you.
3: I'm not taking my hand off the horn until people move.
0: Vicky, did he answer that right? He did. Okay. Go, go. <laughs> Just let it go. And with that, let's get into some <laughs> Ask Vicky. Dun, 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 dun. Ask Vicky. Meep, Ask meep. Vicky. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they love her. She's pretty. They should add the car horn to the end of that. Honk honk. Meep, <laughs> I meep. love it. Vicky, if a time traveler visiting from the future died while here now, oh wow. Following it so far. Okay. Would their spirit be stuck in the now or in the time period where they traveled from?
2: Hmm. Interesting. I would hope that their spirit would go to the other side and not be stuck here.
0: But let's say for giggles and laughter, they are Um, stuck here. Are they stuck in the future or in the now? That's some Marty McFly Does
3: it
2: matter if they came
3: from the future or came from the past? For this one, it's going to be from the future.
2: Hmm. I would say because they have had traveled into our particular time sphere, they would be stuck here if they were going to be stuck. But I would think
1: so, too. It's a paradox! No.
2: The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Am I right, Danny?
1: Yeah. But if it was an Avatar situation where you were running a body from a virtual setting, you would then die from the place that you're originally from. That's right. Alright. Unless the (laughs) the tree
3: of life actually converted your soul to the body.
1: Alright, so if it's an Inception type situation, if you were in a second dream, it would be in slow motion, but Mm -hmm. your soul would still be in the first dream.
0: No, it's neither one of those. It's Back to the Future rules, (laughs) and that's how it goes. No Inception, no That's funny, I've never thought about that question. Yeah, good. No. I, I want you to. I, I don't. I don't know if we got an answer. And by the way, I don't know if you can give an answer. No.
2: Because
0: <laughs> that shit's never <laughs> happened before. But in theory,
2: in theory, you're, you're going. If, I'm, I'm you, going to go with with stuck where you died you in that be, time period. What a mind fuck. No,
0: you're from the yeah. future. That you come back to help, and then you die, and you're stuck. Your soul stuck here.
2: Well, the good news is eventually things will look familiar to you since you came from the future.
1: What if that's what aliens are? Or people that went back in time and died. If we see them, they look more advanced. We don't. They're, you know, a so thousand years past us.
0: Interesting, you bring that up, Denny. <laughs> because there—that is a definitely a modern theory where some people believe the aliens are time travelers from the future here to either fix something that went wrong, mm. or to give advice, or you know, insert answer <laughs> there. But yeah, it's a very, very that big. is
3: a fascinating theory because that would actually. Give credibility as to the reason why they visited, based on the homework you guys you gave us with the phenomena movie. Ah, but, bird. Wa- or,
1: but Becky watched it
3: because <laughs> it's weird that they don't communicate, they don't intervene, they don't. Mm-hmm.
2: Did you watch the entire document? Hold on. Be, be honest. Because did, of
3: the
0: nuclear thing, did you watch the entire document? be honest. I did. Okay. So how can you say they don't communicate then?
2: Think about the children.
0: Zimbabwe. Well, so they communicated
2: telepathically. Tele- telepathically. V- telepathically. We're, did you we're consider... trying so hard for him to get an A on this. <laughs>
0: Me and Vicky went full on teacher <laughs> mode on Beckett's ass. Well, did you do your homework? W-
3: Explain. <laughs> what I found interesting is that in the movie, they had the nuclear thing as like a stimulus, right? And they're like, what are you doing? They were hovering over Ukraine. So l-
0: like l- l- new... right. l- l- Let's reset this. We're talking about the phenomenon, the, the documentary, which I personally believe is the best Alien UFO. I would agree with you to date, I agree and, you. and there is a part in that documentary where they aliens do come down and communicate with with, with children from Zimbabwe. I thought that part right there was worth all of the. the, the, the that was the worth the documentary totally. Thank you. That was the analogy I want. I wanted that. Or. Pilla beans or whatever you insert <laughs> analogy
3: <laughs> insert. I, I actually even read through the comments on youtube and that was like one of their biggest things was the zimbabwe and Ooh, i
0: because that one's insane so vicky if you don't mind i feel like you would articulate this very for someone who doesn't know Maybe in 30 seconds or less what what happened in zimbabwe for the good people
2: um, there was a group of school children at school and then they saw this object that landed i believe just outside of their schoolyard there were several children who ran up to close to the object. They did see a figure come out and then of course they reported what they saw and then they were all interviewed.
0: And the the crazy thing about that story is that adults, kids, everyone saw it. It would be hard to get that together as a hoax. So I don't think it's a hoax. So let's go to the Beckett, the Denny's, the skeptic, the skeptic side. If aliens came down, everyone saw them. Adults were freaked out. Kids were freaked out from all different grades, all different ages. If it wasn't an alien, what's the other? What's the other uh, answer? A hoax? A prank?
1: That's all you can think of. And then what? For what reason? <clears throat> to get, I get the
0: prank, but to to execute it on
1: that level. I agree. The I mean that one's. Very convincing because I mean it's such a and then they brought the people back later to discuss right. And you could tell memory. and it affected their yeah. lives. You can tell it affected their lives
0: I don't think children lie like that y'all especially in, in a collective environment where every one of their stories back up The other one whether the kid was six
2: or whether the kid was 12 All of these fucking kids have the same story and the teacher initially denied it and then she became the headmistress and She said yeah, hey, I'm, yeah I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I like act like it didn't happen So wh- what I happened
0: did. man? Well, I'll tell you hey, aliens visit. It's a That's what she did and she felt pressured at
1: the time not to say anything because right. She didn't want anyone to have a stigma on the school. I guess
0: she was kind of a dick to the kids man Which Be- you Bec- probably
1: mess with them because
0: you're an adult the kids are fucking seeing some shit You see it too, and then everyone's asking did you all see it the kids say yeah that Beckett says no Fuck you, Beckett.
3: Right. Well, one of the things he said in the movie that resonated with me, I forgot who was saying it, but he said that if he used like a court case. And I thought of O.J. Simpson. Like everyone's pretty positive O.J. Simpson committed the murders, right? Except for O.J. But. <laughs> right. Exactly. Although, although
0: I think he does. Know. But there's yeah. there's a
3: big difference from being more or less certain that someone committed a crime or something happened and proving it beyond a reasonable doubt Mm -hmm. where someone or a jury does guilty, right? And that's what this person was describing. He's like, it's kind of, that was the analogy. He goes, I am certain that this is the case. Can I prove it like in a court of law past a reasonable doubt? No, that doesn't mean the person didn't murder someone. Like we all saw it with our own eyes. It like just means we it know wasn't this. we know this to be true. But back to the original point, I think it gives credence to the time traveling because any group of people or animals always has that anomaly person or group or whatever. I think as a whole, there hasn't been at least there hasn't seemed to be a concerted ever effort to communicate. What are your right. thoughts
0: on all this, Denny? I mean, you are really the naysayer. More than Beckett, you do see a Zimbabwe thing like that, and you even just said it was pretty convincing. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a tough thing. I mean, there's really no footage of it is the only real argument you could have against it. But, I mean, to have that many accounts for that long, they had to have seen something. Now, was it a group that went out and did something? The kids witnessed it, and then a few of the kids maybe felt that they spoke with them telepathically, and then that kind of caught on with a couple of the other kids. I mean, who knows, but that's a lot of things that have to line up for that well, one.
0: Well, the crazy thing, too, that I think a lot of times people don't realize, I understand now we live in a time of drones, we live in a time of all technology, CGI, the internet, but the things that they they saw that they were released a couple of years ago, remember? Everyone was going fucking just, mm-hmm. holy shit, the, 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 they caught the UAPs on video, the military guys are going crazy. Those type of... Uh, pieces of of, of UFOs, those UFOs have been around for decades now. So in times where drones were not around, Mm -hmm. they were seeing those same things. Those aren't drones. What the shit is that, Vicky?
2: Yeah, and and what was compelling to me too, do you notice how a lot of big chunks of the activity happened before the 70s? And then they come out with these that we know were false reports because we have people who witnessed and said, listen, they told me to lie. Mm-hmm. They gave me this this BS weather balloon and told me to lie that this is what that was that was in the field when it wasn't. And then you have all that at that big crunch time and then they come out and then it all dies down again for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. I just that's the part I would like to explore more. Why do we have that died down period?
0: It just seems like there is two things that's always kind of prevalent in all these stories. They don't like Big old military experiments with nuclear bombs. Nuclear seems to be a trigger. And they seem to like water. Yeah. Opposite of a uh, signs.
1: So they're asking in the chat room, what year was the Zimbabwe? That was 94. 94. Yeah. Yes, 1994 Zimbabwe. Which is also what makes it even more convincing because it, I mean, it was, you don't get, like you said, you get... Uh, early UFO stuff mm-hmm. into the 70s, and it kind of dies down.
0: And then to have one in 94. Well, I've been on the chat room. I've been on the KVJ audience, and all my friends, like, flies on a rib roast about watching the phenomenon. Yes, you have. Chat room, have you guys seen the Zimbabwe thing? I, I, I would, I'd like to hear from the naysayers, the people who do not believe... Watch that shit and tell me, like Metal Beard Dick. He's our biggest <laughs> <laughs> naysayer. I've been taught I I've, I've asked him to watch that six months ago. D- did you really watch it? And were you just going, "Yeah, it's bullshit"? Or did you watch it? and Did it change your mind? Just a cut hair. Uh, oh not to my say God. That. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Try not to say <laughs> that. <laughs> this podcast isn't for kids, by the way. <laughs> but th- th- I mean, th- that change one it has it a to bit.
1: at least spike in a little bit of.
3: Well, All right, you're a naysayer, and that
0: kind of makes you go
3: absolutely that's a that's a tough one to disprove well I think we even said it as recently as our last podcast you know the more you learn the more you realize you don't know absolutely. right like that's the cliche and watching that documentary it made me realize that there's a lot I don't know yeah you know so short of maybe a hundred percent convincing me it, at the very least totally opened my mind way more
0: I think I used to be scared when I would find something out that changed my thought, go, oh man, I, I can't believe it. I, I'd like that when that happens now. I'm glad that oh yeah, something I believed changes my thought process. I think that's awesome,
3: so, nothing to be scared of. So given the choice, would you rather uh, have <sighs> aliens, you're not allowed to know if they're hostile or if they're friendly, would you rather they exist? Or not exist. And exist. Exist. Yes. And and given that you don't know if it's a nefarious- I get it. Oh, I get the question. now know they exist. It's you either, don't know anything else. Yeah,
0: it's either going to be a party or a big old alien dick right in the face.
3: And I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's well, like Independence Day when everyone's dancing on the roof, and it's feel like, like, and then-
0: I'm suspect everything's 50-50 Vicki
2: you know there's a lot of speculation that aliens um, that shadow people are actually aliens and I was watching um, an episode I just randomly picked a season of one of my favorite shows was Dead Files and in this particular episode when she first came across them they were appearing as a shadow person the classical one with the top hat on and as she looked more closely she realized that they were aliens and what was interesting in the reveal like she could tell you all about the skinwalker because she also came across the skinwalker in that one and then the shadow person that was really an alien and she could say okay the skinwalker's here because of this reason and then you have this human spirit for this reason and then she's like yeah by the way you have these aliens and they probably have been adopting you since you were little and he's like what? well why and she goes well that's the big question because they don't even reveal themselves to someone who can see all these different creatures
0: and to piggyback on what you're talking about There's a big-time theory, you know, we have all heard about the men in black, Mm -hmm. where if Beckett sees a UFO, it's two guys or three guys come up dressed, and I'm not trying to be sexist, two guys, three girls, whatever, all dressed in black, come up with the top hats. People used to say it's just government officials saying, don't talk about this, Beckett, don't talk about that. But there's many reports saying the men in black, or the ladies in black, or the entities in black, are shadow people. Aka, aliens.
3: So where I go on that is is with conspiracy theories. I, I've said it before on the podcast. People talk way too much, and the more people that are involved, the more likely it's gonna get out. Absolutely, especially something like that. What I think as an alternative theory that I believe to be more likely is we don't know and we're dumb as shit. <laughs> you know, and 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 that's what I understand. You know, with the documentary we watch, phenomenon. Is you, you had some of And that's the other thing that made the documentary compelling from presidents to Air Force people. You know, you go down the list and, you know, even down to the narration was the same guy that narrated Ken Burns' Civil War, you know? Like, you had a great star...
0: Do- great documentary.
3: Right? Amazing.
4: Great
1: documentary. <laughs> All the country. You had, great like,
3: doc- a star-studded, like, legitimate... I mean, this isn't made by some teenager in his grandma's basement. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is, like, legitimate is arguably the most well-documented, most compelling thing that I've seen as it relates to, to this topic. But I think that... People are just dumb, and we don't. We don't know. We don't know. And and I guess what my point is is that I think it's less likely that Men in Black are like you know, you know, trying to cover it up because I think that would eventually leak on a deathbed or something. For sure, I think think we just don't know.
0: I think. I think when you say dumb, and I I know what you mean. I just think people are kind of. And I'm not at all saying that I get it right. I just think collectively as a species, we're spiritually depleted. Mm. I don't think we're spiritual enough. Now, that's not a religious statement. Again, that's just being connected to your fellow human neighbor, loved one. I don't think we're – I feel like there's a spiritual deficit. I I think that kind of coincides with what you're saying a little bit, even though you may not understand that. No, no,
3: I get it. We live uh, in a psychological concrete jungle if that makes sense, right? Like you get disconnected, you live in New York City or Miami, you in some ways get disconnected from nature. You know, when I travel to rural places in the United States or some places that I've been, and you can't ignore mother nature, Mm -hmm. right? And when you live in New York City and you're taking the subway and you're going to work on Wall Street and then you're going to the pizza joint, then you're going to the bar, then you're going to your luxe condo, you get so disconnected. And I think with our technology and our life, we just get cold and we get more muted.
0: Vicki, I'm gonna throw an audible, and I might have talked about this before too, but wouldn't you say somebody that does get cold, colder, older, bolder, they <laughs> do kind of cut off on the whimsy of life, the cool things, they, they kind of lose the magic. Not everybody, but I feel like people, they get their jobs, their career, life beats them up again, and they lose a sense of their own self, the sense of magic, and then in turn what would happen is they cut off any
2: kind of I don't know spiritual outreach. But I would see the pattern is we start off that way, we have this big stretch we where we've cut everything off and then I think as we get older we start to open ourselves back up to it because we've experienced a lot of things and especially when you get a little closer to going on to the other side yourself, I think so I think it's a cycle. I think I, it's, you know, aware we're blinded and then we're aware. Again.
0: I always call it the second puberty. <laughs> no, it, I, I just I see. I think eighteen to twenty-five, you're going balls to the wall with partying. You're trying to figure it out, and then you go, "Shit, I'm twenty-five, midlife or the the, the quarter life crisis. What am I going to do with myself?" Then you get to be in your thirties and you're an adult, and you, now you are ego. Let's make money. Let's build a family. Let's go, 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 go. Holy shit, I'm fifty-five and. Does a lot of this shit that I've been worried about matters? I don't know if a lot of it does. Matters of the heart does. 90% of it doesn't, and then The birth of the second puberty. Fuck it. Let's have some fun.
2: Well, even the Bible says once a man, twice a child. (laughs) There you go. (laughs)
0: He's talking about second puberty.
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) It's just funny how all humans, we all fall into that pattern. We all do the same type of, we just all do. We don't believe the generation before when they tell us that we're going to do the same thing they did. And then we do it ourselves and we tell the next generation they're not going to believe us. It just, humans are so fickle. We're just such dicks. And the, we are. And the ego is the worst. The
0: ego is a motherfucker. Is it not? It is. is it, the e- ego is the downfall of the human. Yeah. It, it keeps us surviving, but it also keeps us to let's talk about our feelings and we can't get anything done. And I'm a feelings guy, but I have recognized there is a lot of wasted time about constantly talking about why our feelings are so fucking hurt, Vicky. True. <laughs> True I, I,
3: I think egos like cholesterol which was demonized but then we learn there's good cholesterol mm-hmm. and there's bad cholesterol so ego is there's good parts of ego survival you know money uh, make money, it
0: build the fam all of that uh,
3: all that stuff but then there's the ugliest side of humans oh, based ugh. on ego too oh it is it's like i said it's a motherfucker
0: oh, it really <laughs> it's such is. a
3: good analogy too I love
5: eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, protein plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietician approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50
2: Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S. The person behind all of this
4: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
4: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Um, Vicki,
0: how is going on a ghost hunting expedition different than from any other sightseeing trip?
2: I mean, if you're actively communicating, then that would be the difference. But if you're just going on a ghost tour and you're listening to the stories, it's, there's not much difference than a regular sightseeing tour. Let me
0: ask you this. Do you look at a ghost tour as a Walmart? Target?
2: Eh, <laughs> fuck you and your popcorn. This ain't,
0: we're not getting to the matters of it's the heart. It's so hark. touristy. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, so, it's mean, so
2: Key West. It's It's... You know, it's tagging on to what's popular right now, which happens to be the paranormal, so it's a little hokey and that kind of thing. But there are tours where you can actually investigate, and they give you equipment and stuff you can investigate, and that's what changes it from a regular tour to a real ghost tour.
0: Up here we got a spooky hill. danny has <laughs> got a good spooky voice. <laughs> Up here we got a spooky tree. Um, How does spirit travel from country to country if they want to? Let's say I die today and I'm going, you know what, I never made it to Italy. <laughs> I'd like to go. Do I got to get on a boat? Do, or I if, get, do I get a plane?
1: Or if you're French and you come here on a visit and you pass away, Boom. do you still go back to your recognizable place? You don't even know this place. You're on on a business trip or something. Wee, 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 wee. Do I travel by air or by sea? Or do you get trapped in a cold (laughs) hotel as a haunting... (laughs) <laughs> and you hate cold hotels, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, that that all depends. Like, the first situation you're talking about, it depends on whether you're an earthbound spirit or you're just here in visitation. If you're here in visitation, you just manifest yourself where you want to go. So you're just in Italy because you say, okay, I'm going to go to Italy. Okay,
0: I'm saying it's Jason Lee Pennington, student to be Jason Pizza Pennington. I know I sound like I'm bragging. Fuck the IRS. Fuck the IRS. <laughs> uh, but let's say I, I died today and I, I'm earthbound and okay. I'm s- walking around gardens kicking my cans on the ground. Right. Putting my hand, going, <laughs> I'd like to
2: go to Italy. How do I ghost Patrick Swayze that shit? You're gonna be it's gonna be a lot harder if you're earthbound to go on vacation because you're earthbound for a reason and you're usually earthbound to a specific Location now. If you manage to attach yourself to a living person and successfully attach yourself, and they go to Italy, you can go along with them. So
0: I'd have to just kind of walk around and go. I, I think they, I heard them talk about they're going to
2: Italy. <laughs> Let me attach you. What? A, well, that's a tough, cool. It would it would be route. harder because you're earthbound for a reason, and you're earthbound. Typically because you are bonded to your area.
0: Okay, so I just want to make this, this 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 clear for everybody. If you die earthbound, you pretty much are going to be walking your area. And not to be a dick, Do does my threshold end at North Palm Beach? Does it end <laughs> at West Palm? Does it end at Duffy's on North
2: Lake? It would <laughs> probably depend on your regular, how far you went when you were alive.
0: Okay, I love that. Yeah. Denny's. So you can go up to Ohio. I went to Ohio. Yes, I went to California. Seattle. I went to Oregon. Uh, Oregon yeah. S- does that mean I now have the capacity
2: to meow, go right there? I mean, not that I've been shown about earthbound spirits that I've investigated and tried to get to cross over. But like I always say, take what I say with a grain of salt. I don't pretend like I know everything. Okay,
0: but let's say I do want to go to North Palm, which is in my my area. Am mm. I walking there as a spirit or can I go wiggle my nose? No, you're,
2: you're manifesting there
0: say so I can just go. Yeah. Oh. There are
2: spirits though that I mean they will hop in people people's cars and they ride with them but I don't think that they have to do that. That's their choice.
3: You're stuck in North Palmer, man.
1: If only your <laughs> car was haunted, that would mess you up so much worse cuz it's so infrequent you would never be able to piece together how it's happening. We even. talked
0: about this at Wild 955. My old car had a spirit. I don't I don't I think we talked about it. His name was Morty. Yeah, I, think I, so. I, I had Morty in the that. back seat. Ugh. I'm telling you. Becky. <laughs> I did just... you have in the front seat? <laughs> <laughs> Morty in the front. Frick. Morty in the back. <laughs> Everybody, motherfucker, bring them snacks. All right. <laughs> Vicky, great job. Great job. That was awesome. I think we should just delve right into a little bit of Denny's, Denny's Random, Facts. Random Facts. Oh, the sweetest of Denny's. He goes out there and he hunts. He hunts and he finds uh. the best factoids out there. Vicky, our educator, she grades him if she loves it, she gives him an A. If she hates it, she's been known to F Denny's. <laughs> in a failure way, not dirty, get your mind out of the gutter, Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> Denny's the floor is yours. <laughs> uh, all righty,
1: I'll just jump right into it. So in nineteen fifty eight, America accidentally dropped an atomic bomb on South Carolina. <laughs> Oh, shit. March of 1958, a B-47 plane was heading to the United Kingdom armed with an atomic bomb that was even bigger than the Fat Boy, which was the one dropped at uh, Nagasaki. During the flight, one of the pilots noticed a fault light was on, so they went to go check it. While the guy was leaning on the bomb, he pushed it out of the thing, and he watched it drop. Fortunately, it didn't have the piece in it. It's uh, called a bomb fission core was kept separate in case of an incident like this, but it still did have a ton of explosives in it, and it landed on a house of Walter Gregg, loaded with 60, uh, 700, or 7,600 pounds of explosives. Fortunately, no one was killed, but it left a crater, a uh, 25 feet deep crater, 75 feet wide, and they dropped it, and then they just never talked about it.
0: What the shit? I know, that could happen. I know, man. You're just chilling, Beckett? The guy was in town,
1: the whole town, everyone felt this. It was giant. It left a gigantic mushroom cloud. They had returned to their house. It had dropped on their house. Fortunately, no one was home at the time. You
0: just never know in life. That's why I order a fucking pizza tonight, y'all. Vicky, I mean, (laughs) that's pretty damn good.
1: If the fusion core, which they had as a safety protocol, if that wasn't in state, that would have been an atomic bomb like it was dropped on Japan.
5: What the shit? You would just That's be living your life and everyone would be vaporized.
3: It goes back to my theory that people are just more likely dumb AF. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: you
3: can
0: tell Beckett had a rough date. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fuck you, man.
3: I sound like Vicky like, after a bad day at school. Hey.
0: <laughs> All the humans are dumb. Fuck this <laughs> earth. <laughs>
3: he,
0: I'm leaving. The guy,
1: <laughs> he leaned on the bomb and pushed shit. it out. It was a like, complete hey, accident. Guys, I got to tell you a story. It's oh, shit. He, he leaned on it to look at the fault light and it pushed
0: the
3: bomb it's out. It's like something you see out of like Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber. That's yeah. something I would do if I was by bombs.
0: That's why I'm not by bombs. Other than my bird bombs, I would never go near a bomb. That's yes. so much pressure. I would never go by a bomb.
2: All right, follow-up question. Who paid for his house? Did he file an insurance thing, or did the government pay?
1: The government went and cleaned it up. They made okay. it right for him. But it was him. back but in was
0: olden times. It's, so they, were, they were
1: dicky about it. Yeah. They, they related it to a military thing, a military okay. accident. So they did, they did recover. No one in his family died. It blew up his entire property. So
2: What do you think, Vicky? I'm stuck between an A or a B.
3: A B? I think it's A for Adam. B for bone. I don't
2: know. I think it would have been more effective if you had taken and you had a picture of what the guy's face looked like when that thing (laughs) flew out. But I'll give you an A-. minus.
0: Okay. I feel good about it. Between
5: between
1: the two. No,
2: that's A material. That's good shit right
1: there. (laughs) I mean, that's just, that's like when they accidentally put off that missile strike in Hawaii, or they put that alert out that Mm. there was,
0: which no one talks about. By the way, Hawaii thought they were dying. And and everyone no talks got an
1: alert on their phone saying there was a bomb coming, right?
0: You remember that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the guy, they just go, oh, he accidentally pressed the button that does that.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. See you no, later.
1: I don't think he got fired. I don't think anything happened.
0: I'm not, I'm not a believer of firing people. I, I want everyone to keep their job, but we, we got to have a talk with you, young man. <laughs> There's no
3: reason why a button should be exposed. It should have a little flap And it's got to be intentionally pushed. It's not like something like, whether it's on the plane or the Hawaii nuclear thing, it's not like, oh, I bumped against it or something like that. You know, it's ridiculous. I
0: guarantee you, if you really did, if your life's uh, research was for the next two years, do all research on incidences where we almost fucking killed ourselves from. There's so many. That we don't really know about. That's not so out there in the public, but you can kind of find out. I guarantee you there's 50 stories where someone accidentally pushed out a bomb or almost hit a button that blew Guaranteed.
1: up. Guaranteed. Maine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think even this week, this weekend, I think the sun is shooting off solar flares, they were saying.
0: My solar flares give me such anxiety. I think they're like <laughs> the
1: biggest solar flares ever. I think they said it's not going to affect us, but... Who knows? I watch, I'm taking someone's word on that. I watched
0: one of those specials on the History Channel, 9,000 Ways Space oh, Can yeah. Fucking Kill Earth on the Worst Ways Possible. Working title. Uh, <laughs> it Solar Flares was one of those ones where they go, humans, you have nothing you can do to defend nothing. it. Bruce Willis ain't going to help you. Ben Affleck ain't going to help you. Armageddon, the movie. You're fucked.
3: Yeah, I think you're done. That's the whole thesis between Elon Musk with SpaceX doing uh, becoming an interplanetary species. He goes, listen, just ask the dinosaurs. Like Whether it's five years from now, whether it's self-induced or an outside threat, there will become a time where there is a mass extinction event on Earth. And if we want to be a species that continues to exist... We have to be a multiplanetary species.
1: Well so I think there's a theory also that there's just extinction
3: cycles in general. There is. It's I mean, only there a matter is. of time. There is. I'll it could be a era. million it could be a million years from now or it could be five years from now.
0: or it could be right now fuck yeah let's party (laughs) what would you do if we're
3: in the middle of a podcast and all of a sudden
1: we hear meteors hitting and then we look on the news and it's i would go this is perfect this is so awesome
2: (laughs) this is great it's good for numbers we're gonna get some good listeners (laughs) (laughs) what are
0: are your thoughts on what dennis is spitting
2: (laughs) um i just have to interrupt because before the air conditioner went on you can see where i have my hands and something touched my arm it went like from here to here and it touched my arm and the podcast the one that we did I think it was the one that was cut into two because we had technical difficulties if you go back and look and we've done it with this kind of lighting before and I've never seen anything flying around but that particular show there was like an orb that came straight at me and that was the week where Ponton heard another voice and I just, I I mean, you can see how, well, they can't, but Beckett is nowhere near. Yeah, 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 no. yeah, definitely not. And it was right, it went from here to here, and it was a clear, and it was before the air came on, so there was no movement of air or anything. Can I ask you here. this,
0: Vicki? We're not at all trying to hijack your uh, segment dance, because we will yeah. get back to this.
2: <laughs> we will get back. All right, I'll, I'll be back <laughs> with you. <today. laughs> the, um, are you sensing a feminine en- energy? I don't know. I couldn't tell who it was because you know I'm trying to pay attention at the same time, but because um,
0: because because Lou is back. Lou well, is back. Lady and White's back.
3: Well, <laughs> she's and, been back. And for all the skeptics out there, this is the first time I've heard Vicky say this.
2: Yeah, I'm On not one of those. Oh, something just touched me. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she, she she
0: ain't trying to do. Yeah. Hey, look yeah. at me. No,
2: no, Lady and White's been back. Okay, maybe maybe it was. Her.
0: She typically doesn't chill here, but you are.
2: Yeah, oh, lady. I mean we're, we're all in here too. So if and you you're, we're attention.
0: close, and she we know she's a jealous.
2: Yeah, a jealous. I, mean, sh- I guess I should be glad it wasn't a scratch that it was just a, a touch. I haven't been but. touched yet. <laughs> <Becca's> I thought <laughs> you were a skeptic, so like, <laughs> he wouldn't know. Bring Becca's it on! I believe you, do, Lou.
0: Becca's <laughs> looking to... at. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dannys, please take us home, baby. <laughs>
1: Uh, For 100 years, maps have shown an island that never existed This is just how funny history is So, James Cook said he discovered the island, Sandy Island, right off of uh, Australia It's about the size of Manhattan In 1774, he returned uh, to tell the map people And they said, are you sure you saw it? And he said, yeah, and they just took his word on it Well, so it was on our maps, every map up until 2012 when a team of Australian scientists went out there and do some research on this island and discovered that there was actually never an island there, they took his word on it, and it was on our maps for 100 <laughs> years. a hundred years—a phantom island. <laughs> we're just taking taking this dude's word on it.
0: I felt something too. Sorry, Danny. We're not trying to fuck your segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not I, trying to. By the way, I loved it. I just he might have been so saved boy. by the bell. Uh, I did feel something. I'm, I, um, I apologize. Does
2: anybody, Ponton, do you have a recorder on your phone that you could start running? I do. Can Try you just go ahead some... and start it and put it on the table? Here? Not too close to any equipment, but. So,
0: so you'll be able to decipher us first no. them?
2: Oh, definitely we'll be able to decipher that. Plus, we'd have proof because we have our show here. We can go back and see. I wouldn't put it too close to any. I would put it like on the very edge of the table over there. I will definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, uh, I I'm sorry, Denny's.
0: I just I I absolutely feel something. Uh, Something's up in his room right now. As you were. Uh, I, I give that an A. But... A. A. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry, dog. Denny's and I are feeling left out. <laughs> yeah, I want to get it. You know. Ghost, if you're here, touch Beckett's dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean With, with consent, consent. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <For real>. 2023
1: <laughs> You gotta get consent I consent uh, Maine <laughs> is the only state That borders Only one other state Every other state in America Borders Two or more states Also, oddly Maine is the closest state To Africa In America You would think uh, I looked on a map Singer Island Outside of West Palm Beach Is 4,085 miles from a small village in the Western Sahara, Maine is a thousand miles closer than that. Just to put in reference here, in our own backyards, Vicky, you looked
0: that's
3: stunned. That's a mind. That's you a mind
0: up.
1: <laughs> So I looked on yeah. a map, and you know, sure as s bomb, it it weirdly the curvature of the globe. It's closer than Florida, which everybody would think it was Florida.
0: Here's the thing. Most most people don't look at a a globe or a map all the time. Myself included. Me and Denny's did that. We, we smoked a little weed. And we <laughs> wanted to look at
1: a map. Man. We kind of wanted
0: to look at a map just to kind of s- we, – we we're shocked. Reaffirm re, uh, where we thought things were. It's not that we didn't know where they were at. Of course, because we were taught this in school. But when you really look at Alaska, Hawaii, you go, holy shit, man, they're pretty fucking far from the U.S. And you know that until you really examine the map. Then you go, holy shit, man, Russia ain't that fucking far either.
1: It's very close. You feeling neck touches?
2: There was something going on with my neck. And it, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a raking down and I wanted to scratch but I did this to try to stop it instead of scratching, just in case a scratch mark shows Can up. Can I later. just be honest? Without, I
0: yeah. think it's LIW. I think it's Lady in White. I really do. I think it's Lady in White. And I think she's kind of going after my girl right now, Vicky. <laughs> I
2: mean, Jelly. something. I mean, you know that this doesn't happen typically. I, I, no, 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 one, no
0: one in this room thinks you're lying or bullshitting so I, and I, I would say 90 percent of our chat room doesn't think you're lying 10 percent's always going to think you're lying right. even if we had jesus an alien easter bunny tooth fairy and i don't know lincoln zombie stuff. <laughs> whoever else you want to throw in there <laughs> what a Lincoln's, podcast that would be oh my god and honestly out of all of them i think i'm more fascinated by zombie lincoln
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all
0: right dennis keep going it's, they're very exciting
1: uh, so since we got the whiskey here, uh, moonshiners used to wear what were called cow shoes to disguise their footprints during prohibition. They were shaped like little hooves type things. They also other animals and such, but that's how they snuck around at night without leaving any shoe prints around.
2: I've seen that. I can forget what show I saw that on, but I saw. Was going.
0: it, um, I forget. Was it a duck tails? A <laughs> Great
3: show. Great show, great the, theme song. The
1: theme song, though, one lyric, it's a duck blur. That's a pretty weak lyric, right? So what, what's the front end? Something about duck burg, and then they go, you know, their life's crazy. It's a
0: duck blur. Well, let me double check that, but dude, that's a pretty weak lyric. Are they just getting fucking twisted and getting in the, are they just getting <laughs> high and drunk? And no, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a blur, blur in
1: that sense. I'm just saying, it's kind of a weak lyric in my opinion. Uh, is this part of the facts now? Somebody brought up ducktails and I was kind of just piggybacking <laughs> off it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur.
0: Oh, they're going so fast. It's yeah. a duck blur. That's what do you think? Shady lyrics, Vicky? It's
2: not that. Damn.
0: not that weak. That's some
1: weak. Oh, all right. So.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> piggybacking into the next one. You might know this bird, but. I know we we listened to this song because we just couldn't believe it. Randy Newman's Short People.
4: Couldn't believe it.
1: So I don't know if anyone's ever heard that song. Mm -hmm. I could play a little sample of it. But Marilyn tried to ban that song. Marilyn attacked... Randy Newman over that song.
0: It was, it was a very controversial song from the seventies, nineteen seventy-seven. And, and you know, a uh, Randy Newman, he did the Toy Story song. He also did it. "I Love L.A." Every song got a loud news. Every nineties movie soundtrack. This song is short. People got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. And it's a it's a weird song. And you listen to it and go. Is he bagging on short? What's going on here?
1: Well, so yeah, it's meant to be satirical on uh, short-sighted people's intolerance, and injustice, or prejudices. Basically, he
3: uses that bridge. That's what he of, says. That's, that's what he says. <laughs> he does. He does
1: latch onto that. Well, Isaiah Dixon Jr. in 1978 tried to in- introduce legislation to make it illegal to play that song on the radio, proposing a $500 fine for every time they played it. However, it was unsuccessful because they said the First Amendment, bitch.
5: So, nah.
0: so I mean, that's what my, my argument always is about music. It, you know, mu- uh, movies, plays, shows, they get... They, they get almost kind of like this uh this past because it's it's so almost literal you know, It's a character Sometimes songs are written to be abstract mm-hmm. And I I've never heard it explained that way if you're saying short people on a mental level where they have They they they're the racist or they are yeah. they're a sexist. That's a it's an awesome ass song at that point
1: mm-hmm. so that song's tricky though because it it.
0: It, it, sounds it sounds literal. It sounds literal. But if you are a writer and you really are trying to be clever and you know what's in your heart, mm-hmm. then fuck everybody. Then that's, honestly, he has no fear on that song. He defends I, that one. I, I, I take the heat. If if the message really is in your heart about being, uh, you know, it's it, it's against racism and it's against being people who are prejudiced, it, which I've read before. I think that's awesome. I agree but not everyone's going to get abstract, man. <laughs> Everyone
1: takes Just attention. look at a Randy Newman short, people, and see what you think about that song.
2: Do you know that song? Yeah, I hung out in the 70s for a while. Do <laughs> you hate it or love it? <laughs> As a kid, I didn't have anything against it. I probably went around singing it. Not knowing what it was about, it's so catchy.
1: catchy. (laughs) The bridge is great. Oh, Beck, we're we're gonna listen to it right after the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't want to get demonetized. Yes, not (laughs) not that we get monetized.
0: Yeah, if if any old fucks know what we're talking about, (laughs) let us know. I
1: grabbed that fact just because I didn't know if you knew that they they tried to take that song down. Well, there's a
0: lot of songs that, or art, or something someone created that people want to take down. That and. During when they wrote it, they had a message that Mm -hmm. now it doesn't make any sense, but at the time it could have.
1: Time really messes up a lot of things because, I mean... Things that come out are a product of the environment of that time. So retrospectively, looking back at it, especially far removed, you look back at 1910 stuff, does that even, you think it's all like, duh, 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 duh. it's all crazy to you because it's not that long ago, but it is so long ago that you can't relate to it 100%. For sure.
0: I just think when it comes, especially with, with music, for example, Beckett, I, I, I an ex-girlfriend I had, anytime I would write anything, she always thought it was I was writing about her. It was it was all o- autobiography. It was everything that about her and our relationship. I'm like, no, not at all. Sometimes you can write something that doesn't mean what it literally says. Yes, which is so o-
3: vain. You think the song's about you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that one's dog. Don't even get me started. <laughs> 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 I don't, okay. I've been
0: drinking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: great, great stuff, uh, Denny. That's great. Yeah,
3: it's it's a a good, lot,
0: good. lot of
2: conversation. That was an A because you brought it back to the '70s. Uh, and we
0: love the 70s.
2: Give us uh, one more.
0: I think that was my last one. Then yeah. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a Joe Ponton up here. Great job, Denny's. Yeah. We love you, kid. He did good. He did real good. Mr. Ponton is our man on the street. We haven't talked to him in a couple weeks. He loves the beaches. He loves finding dead bodies. He loves the weird of the world. Mr. Ponton, what has been going on in the beaches of South Florida? So
4: uh, uh, we had a... A little interview session. I, you, you and I had talked about me interviewing some people on the on the streets, and uh, I spoke to one person who actually works for FWC. I'm not going to give her name. Uh, she asked me not to. But last year, and she actually thought that I was one of the people that found there were two suicides last year on the beach. Uh, one of them, she and I ran into each other as she was looking at one of the sea turtles, and it was a doctor who had shot himself, like a uh, about a quarter mile up. Okay, so from where uh, I was. So this
0: is. It, they they found a couple bodies there in Juneau. Two, two last year. Two two last year that were of suicide, you yeah. say, okay?
4: Yeah, and, and uh, so, I mean, I don't know why people go there. I guess I do know why people go there to kill themselves, but I missed two last year, Vicky apparently. Um, one of them, I was probably let, less than 500 yards away, and that was where she found him. Um, but it's kind of weird because uh, every year, the last four years, there's been at least one suicide on Jupiter Beach.
0: Well, they, honestly, w- when it comes to, uh, I think, whether you want to die naturally, if you feel like you're going to die naturally and you know you're going to die, or if you're going to, say, lights out, I understand the reasoning of either going into the woods or by a beach because it's nature. What are your thoughts on that, Vicki? Does that make sense to you?
2: I guess it makes sense in a i don't want my family to find me way so if you have a family and you're going to commit suicide and you go someplace like the woods or the beach your family is not going to be the first one to find you most unlikely
0: but i also can kind of see being scared to do something like that and and going if i'm going to do this let me be as close to nature as possible to me the woods or the water, the ocean. Yeah. For me personally, I connect with that. When I'm talking about nature, I'm going woods. I'm going I'm going water. And I wonder if that is possibly saying, uh, I'm, I'm going to exit out this world, but I'm going to do it by nature because it's a little bit more peaceful. Do you sense that?
4: That's exactly. That's the one that I found, how he positioned himself was right where the sunrise was going to come up. If he lives through this, I think he, he probably changes things. And that's just my thought because he was also... 10 feet away from where a mother was nesting her, her babies. And it was well, mother it, turtle. Yeah. Mother sea turtle. It was just, it, it looked peaceful. And yeah. I know that he was not going out peacefully. You know what I mean?
0: Th- there's always that. And, and this is hard content to talk about. Mm. And, and this would be a Vicky question. You know, people always say people that take their own life. It's so selfish for the people around them. Do, do you share that thought? Or do you say there's another level of this? And, How dare anybody try to understand that?
2: If you are not in those shoes, you can't possibly imagine what someone's feeling. Um, And there's also a lot of things, and we've talked about this in the past, that there's a lot of theology that says that if you take your own life, that you're going to be punished. Um, I have never seen that. On the other side, you still get to go to the other side and you still go through whatever process you are. And, you know, it always, I always argue with people, if you believe that there's someone else who's in charge, whether you call them God or whatever you call them, they knew that you had problems. They knew that you might be struggling with mental illness in your situation. Why would they punish you twice by punishing you after... You're gone. Now, it just doesn't make any sense so, to me. So
0: let me ask you this to kind of play devil's advocate for a second. That's somebody that we have sympathy for. They're struggling with mental illness. They're they're down and out. They're depressed. And they haven't really hurt anybody other than themselves and the family of what they've done. Now let's say Harvey Weinstein decides to kill himself because he's he's like, this is awful. Do we have the same sympathy for someone like that on a spiritual level who's known as a monster here – Everyone hates them. Do, I guess my question is, it, it's kind of a weird thing of who we choose to cherry pick on. Let's forgive this person. They were in a low spiritual sp- space. Let's not pick this person because they. It, it almost kind right. of turns into high school popularity. Let's forgive this person. Let's not forgive that person.
2: Thoughts? But it's not our job to forgive. So, um, whether, you know, he were to commit suicide, he's going to have to pay for whatever he did while he was here. <clears throat> so he's killing himself and he's going straight to a classroom. But when you, when you say but I don't have, I, I don't, I'm an empath. So regardless, <clears throat> excuse me, regardless, I'm going to have some empathy and sympathy for, for anyone, for anybody, even at Harvey Weinstein to a certain degree. Not a whole lot. I, I get it. But that is the question, though, because,
0: you know, the, the naysayer would go, well, you are going to forgive and be on this person's side because they were in a low spiritual place mentally. And by the way, I fucking hate Harvey Weinstein. I'm not defending him. I'm just being the host and playing devil advocate. Yeah, I want to flush the whole thing out. When do we say... We forgive them because they were at a low point in their life compared to the other person. But it's that's not our impossible. job.
2: It's no. not our job You to mean we them. as a
3: society? Yeah. yeah
0: as a society? Yeah, as a society. Yeah. And no, again... No, no one can speak on a spiritual level yeah. that's above... So I'm saying on a society, there's forgiveness and all...
2: That came from that. And then there's not forgiveness on some people. And I always ask, why is that? I think it just has to do with the the personality, demeanor, and the crimes committed by the person who took their own life. A billion percent agreed.
0: I, I, you know. I, on an ego level, we cannot get past that. I and, think, I, and I agree with I you. I
3: think the annoying answer is it depends. And it depends that, uh, you know, I think that there's always a path to not being redeemed, but to... If you're Harvey Weinstein, you know, a lot of people feel robbed of the justice of of that you were a coward and that you didn't give people, sure. you know, to face, you know, all the families and people that were affected. But I watched the Kevorkian documentary where it's the other side of the equation where people have stage five cancer and they don't want their family to see it. They don't want to go through it. They have done every they've exhausted everything. Every option, and we've talked about that on the podcast, we call it the humane thing to do for our animals, and we don't allow humans to do it.
0: Oh, I'm a big believer if I'm 73 years old and I'm struggling with whatever is going on and I go, y'all, I've had enough, I think my creator, I think my friends, I think we all would, at least the, the circles I run, no one's going to be mad at me, and, and, and I'm not going to be mad at anybody if you really feel like it's your time to tap out.
2: Right. And it's and, my opinion. And you pay if there are things that you did in this lifetime that you should not have done. Trust me, there's a classroom for you. You don't get off scot free.
0: Yeah. I, and I, I my whole thing is just calling out humans because. It's, it's, it's easy to say we defend this person, but then all of a sudden we don't defend that person. And By the way, again, I think people who do, do despicable things are horrible, but it is an odd thing. This gets a pass. That doesn't get a pass. And it's just something to think about on a, on a spiritual level. Yeah. And, and that's more of an ego thing. That's more of a human thing. Yeah.
2: That's the problem. The biggest problem being an empath is that even if you have a horrible person who may have committed suicide or whatever and that we're guilty of crimes, an empath probably can see why they were created and made into that monster. So it really sucks sometimes to be an empath because you can't be as, you know, hard nosed about it.
0: Well, there's there's some people that are that they they crushed it in life. They were a cock, the biggest cock ever. They got money, and then they got caught, and then they killed themselves. And then you go, do you do you forgive that per? Because they were so evil. It's always the question of who do you forgive and who you, who who you don't forgive. And humans have a tough time forgiving
3: horrific shit, which I completely understand. Humans don't like people to give up easily, whether it's a hero in a movie. Or it's something that you're going through because we're like, you know, that's what the big suicide message is that if you're feeling something, talk, talk to it. Like people that have loved ones that, you know, God forbid, have committed suicide, they're like, talk to us. Like we, we, we can be there for you. It's, it's, it's a very different thing from Harvey Weinstein to stage five cancer, where you're depressed, right? Absolutely. It, so it's all on the inspect the it spectrum, is. and it all depends. Because, you know, and that's why sometimes religion or the fear, you know, even though I may poke holes on it, I like the lower incentive to do it or the fear of doing it. Because if it steers one person, 100 people per year on reaching out, not doing it, I think that that's a safe soul. Well, I
0: mean, Grant sums it up right here. We all want to piss on Harvey Weinstein's headstone. We all get that, but that's an ego question, and I'm asking a spiritual question, which is hard to do, right? Right. On this plane, it's hard for humans to get to a spiritual place. I know it's hard for me. I I try, and there's times where my ego kicks me right in the dick, and all my spiritual work goes right out the door. You just ask yourself— what is spiritual? What's ego? And I'm with Grant. I want to piss on Harvey Weinstein. Well, I think we'd be,
3: we'd be remiss to say that different <laughs> religions have different opinions of suicide, right? Like some, Absolutely. Some, some religions, you get 40 virgins and an eternal life because of the nature of the suicide. You know, in Christianity, you know, it's a mortal sin, I think you know on on it so it's it, spirituality doesn't have a broad agreement on it right depending on the sect of the religion you know
0: i just like asking the question just to kind of see where you even see it in celebrities where one celebrity gets he's a fucking horrible person but for some reason they get through and everyone loves them and another person makes a tweet and then they're done forever it's an odd thing yeah well, the interesting talk.
3: thing about spirituality is it doesn't care about people's opinions, right? W- what's your thought on that?
0: I mean, I, it sounded deep, but it might have been just whiskey.
3: <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Taking
0: a yeah, shot yet? As he's pouring, <laughs> I'm drinking my spirits in a fucking red solo cup, <laughs> in some Socrates shit. I'm originally from West Virginia. Go for it, Socrates. <laughs> well, Mr. Ponton, thank you for uh, seriously. Next time, get some audio of somebody.
4: I-, I have some audio, but I was growled at by the guy and uh yeah
0: well get 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 audio that's i mean that yeah, they, yeah no. we, we can't. The,
4: the interview was really really pretty funny and then I well then yeah if you have audio send kinda, it to me kinda yeah kind of weird you know
0: was, <laughs> well as long as he knows he's being recorded we can yeah, play no, it I, I, now if I he's don't. growling he doesn't no we can't play it no. <laughs> we're a fucking world out there guys yeah. <laughs> i let everybody <laughs> thank, know thank you <laughs> keep it going
3: nah. While we're talking about the morbid, I want to give a shout out to my uncle who unexpectedly passed. We were very close. Uh, I knew he had hemophilia, but um, I didn't really understand how that affects you later in life. He basically amounted to what had a, basically a brain aneurysm. And uh, he was one of those people, not to like lessen, you know, other people or lives or family members, but, you know, there's those friends that have passed and there's my uncle that passed that was like bigger than life like he was like the glue of the family you know i could go into detail but i won't but he just he was the life of the party he was big you know he was larger than life you know and uh it's sad and you know it's cliche we talk about it all the time but you know i think you know whether you lose a an animal um someone close to you in life or something happens and you have those moments in life where you're like Jeez, you know, I think you alluded to it earlier. You know, we're only on this merry-go-round for so, so long. And, you know, it, it unfortunately, I think, eventually wears off. But it makes you want to hug your loved ones and, you know, live life to the fullest. I think like, it's a great point. Stuff. I think
0: it's a great point. And I, I, I'm sorry to hear about your loved one passing away. We uh, we send love and and, and beauty and all of the this, good stuff, yeah. all the great adjectives. Um, yeah, no, y- y- you're right. It doesn't have to be a depressing thought. What I say, you're only on this rock for so long, that's almost kind of like a a kick in the crotch going, do what you want to do. You love being a psychic medium. You love doing ghost hunting. Do that. You love what you love doing. Daddy, all the above. Do what you got to do. Don't be an asshole. Take care of your family. Take care of all this shit you got to take care of. But seriously, what the fuck are we doing here if we're not... Chasing some kind of passion, 100 percent.: Not and to be Tony Robbins or uh, you know uh, Braveheart my, here, but what the
3: fuck? My golden rule and my basis or constitution on my life and what I believe to be the human race is that humans and myself, in general, should be able to do whatever the hell they want with one caveat. So long as it doesn't negatively affect other people. Of course. absolutely.
0: Well, I mean, Denny's has got a big lifetime thing coming up in a month. So stoked. I'm so stoked for <laughs> <Denny's> baby. <laughs> so stoked for Denny's baby. Everyone loves a baby. Unless you're an
3: asshole. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are people out there that are like that.
0: Oh, absolutely. But even the people that don't have to deal with the baby, you're going to hate it on a baby. Because you, you barely ever see it. Yeah. Huh? Babies are fucking awesome.
3: It's as pure as it gets. It's
0: as pure as it gets. Uh, how are you feeling? Are you getting a little, uh, <laughs> a little excited, nervous? What, a lot what is of it's the emotion,
1: just anticipation. Because now we're we're getting there. We're getting a lot of the wrapping up stuff. We got the room together, kind of doing garnishes on it now, just making it
0: look. Y'all getting ready like animals. I'm talking, you guys are prepared, nesting. I've never seen a couple get so prepared for a baby. Do you have the
3: little things in the receptacles and all that stuff yet? It's like baby-proofing the whole house? So we've been doing each weekend going through all the (laughs) drawers, which is actually kind of good to do anyway. Just there's so much stuff
1: you accumulate. And they're in lower drawers, and I I haven't even opened them in probably a year. So I'm going through there, and I'm clearing out all that kind of stuff, going under the cabinets, clearing out that stuff. I don't know if we're going to, well, probably areas that will be common. I mean, we got a little bit of time because I don't think the baby's going to be too mobile for a second. Oh, yeah. We got
0: plenty of time. I uh, still got to write that that baby song. You got to write the baby song. The baby song. I got about 90% of it done, meaning I got 7,000 lines. I got to edit it down. <laughs> you got to edit it down. I got da- too much.
1: It's Bohemian Rhapsody right now. You, you're like, I'm going to try to get <laughs> to a cool five minutes.
3: I know you've told me and us before, but what's the due date?
1: Due date's going to be mid May. So. Awesome. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm hoping for May 10th. It's my birthday.
3: Yeah. How cool would that be? That no, it'd be cool. <laughs> it'd
0: be pretty cool. Absolutely. I hate my birthday. That'd make me love my birthday. Absolutely. I love it. All right, y'all. Anybody got anything to add? Extra Ponton. Thank you for the man in the street. Denny's factoids. Beckett. Spitting that truth. Vicky <laughs> with her talents. Anything
2: else? I have a movie recommendation. I know I'm late to the game because it came out in 2016. Train to Busan. I do not like zombie movies. Let's start that by, you know, okay. saying I'm not a person that goes for the zombie movies. My daughter made me watch it. I cried like a little biatch at the end. Really? But it is a good freaking movie. It's mm. Korean, so there's subtitles, but it does not interfere with your enjoyment of the movie. It is very well made. The zombies are not stupid in any way, shape, or form. It's a great movie. I love
0: that. Uh, r- quick topic real quick. Movie that has made you tear up or cry on any level. Uh has it ever happened to you, Denny's? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. there's so many movies.
1: There there's a there's a bunch, man. There's so many movies that yeah. Is there
0: anything that sticks out that go? Man, I definitely teared up at that movie.
1: Uh air, uh is it uh Aronofsky's, Darren Aronofsky's, The Fountain was very sad, The Fall with, uh, I think it's Lee Pace, that one's very... Did you teared they... up a little bit? Yeah, man, they're so heavy at the end.
0: Ponton, do you have a song that you teared up at? Two. What are they? Hunting and uh, Toy Story Goodwill hunting, Hunting,
1: Toy Story. When everything's getting incinerated, it's pretty sad. Oh,
0: if you're in a depressed place and you watch the part, it's not your fault. Mm, It's not your fault,
1: Beckett. It's not your fault. I I know
0: that part, Beckett. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And when he goes to the door and the guy's and he's not there, and then it shows him and he's like, "Son of a bitch, took my line." That part's good. It's good,
0: Beckett. Do you have a uh, movie?
3: Yeah, I have two. Uh, it's self-deprecating, but A Walk to Remember. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Mandy that
0: Moore. Oh. Big Crush, by the way. Oh. Switchfoot's got an amazing song. You know the, the, the I'm song I'm talking about? Switchfoot. Yeah. Switchfoot. I don't oh, think so. we are going to smoke some weed, drink
3: some whiskey, and listen to Switchfoot <laughs> when this podcast is over. <laughs> the other one is, uh, I think Kanano reuse was in it, and it was... Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? No, no, no. It, it was where the girls. <laughs> like Journey. It was the, where the girl, the girl was passing away, and she said, "You can be my November." Oh, is and, that the uh, oh. the
0: mailbox? Beckett is a sappy fuck, sappy. just
3: like me, dog. I love a good cry. <laughs>
0: if I was a chick, you'd love me. Uh, I would. <laughs> oh, you guys I would, would, I would snuggle. Some oh, light. I would sex you all night long. <laughs> you, yeah. If you were a chick, the. Literature. No, I was going to
3: say the the ghost would be mad at me <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah <laughs> oh. Uh, and for me oh man at the end of field of dreams Ooh, where because yeah, yeah. my dad played catch with me my dad was the reason why i was at least sort of decent at baseball yeah. that motherfucker worked 20 hours a day and would still catch me as i would throw i'd throw baseballs off his balls off his ankles and he would still without even complaining just fucking catch me yeah at the end he's like dad can we have a catch? Fucking yeah. makes me or tear up, the man. Waterworks.
3: The doctor walks off the field. Oh yeah, gosh! That it's one of the reasons that's you and I bond is. on Leader of the Band.
0: Oh, God. oh that's a, that's a similar we're thing, close mom. with our dad, so yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. get it. Well, y'all, on that sappy ass shit, we want to say we love you all, and well, we got a big. big
1: or are we doing an oh, artist? Oh fuck,
0: Danny's Denny, <laughs> keeping me on Always point. Always smooth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Again, we're in whatever podcast. Dot dot dot. It's free. <laughs> 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 yes, our local songwriters. Please send me your shit if you are a local songwriter. I want to play you. I want to highlight you. We we all love uh, local original music, and that's the key here. Original music. Motherfuckers will send me. Oh, here's. <clears throat> The Joker. No, I don't want the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I want original shit. This is Jim... I'm sorry, Jimmy Ninja. Here's what I like about this song. This shit's 12 years old. He wrote this 12 years ago. And it's got a few comments on there. Let's get get a little more shine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Ninja. It's a song called Angel. Now, we love you all and... Bigfoot, Bigfoot is real! Is real.
1: i not finding my way
0: Just stick to your guns
1: Man, that's all my friends ever say But there must be an
0: my